Happy birthday to you. Happy. What? What? No, stop, stop. I don't know <laughs> what you're doing. Oh my God. <laughs> oh God, that made me feel so weird inside. Hey guys, it's your favorite final boy and girl, Alex and Emily, again, coming at you in a new episode of Gag Me With a Knife, a weekly podcast where we dissect, disembowel, and shred the best and worst slasher movies. As I just recently celebrated the day of my birth, which Emily is traumatized me now, um, on today's episode, we're going to be talking about 1981's Happy Birthday to Me. And as always, Emily has the original and priceless VHS copy. So let's hear what the back of the box says. And please read it in not your Marilyn Monroe voice. Okay. That was a bad <laughs> Marilyn Monroe voice anyway. Here is a psychological mystery shocker that will keep you at wit's end and poised anxiously on the edge of your seat. Virginia Wainwright is a spirited young high school senior who has returned to school having survived a freak accident and regenerative brain surgery, which has blocked her memory. Virginia is welcomed into the top 10, the school's uninhibited inner circle, and attempts to resume a normal life. But her friends are mysteriously murdered, one by one, and soon there will be no one left to attend her 18th birthday party. Virginia, striving to rekindle the memory of her nightmarish accident, is plagued by traumatic blackouts. And by the end, by the, sorry, by the night of her birthday party, we wonder, is she the next victim or the murderer? 1981, your thoughts. Mm. So this was definitely not a movie that I watched a lot growing up. And I'm actually kind of sad about it because I think there would have been like a lot of nostalgia with this, especially um, um, with the fact, you know, that it had Melissa Sue Anderson, which was uh, I'm just, it's going to have to come up at some point from Little House on the Prairie played Mary Ingalls. Um, so it, just to see her in a slasher movie as well. But you know, I would have watched this a lot, I think, growing up. And, you know, most of the holidays were at this time being made into horror movies. And a birthday is just not one I ever would have thought about. And I'm, but I'm glad someone did. And I mean, it, well, Friday the 13th is technically not really Jason. a real well, it's Jason's birthday. So. Oh, well, hey. Yeah. Um, and yeah, I mean, definitely it's one of our more serious slashers of the 80s. It is early 80s. So that makes more sense. But I do think it kind of aged pretty well. And some of the things in it, like I still haven't seen done or redone as well on a slasher. Um, we'll get to some of those probably things later. And I do think it meandered a few parts a little too long. It's about 20 to 30 minutes longer than like most slashers at the time. There's no reason this should have been two hours long almost, but I don't think it took the whole experience away from me. I still really enjoyed it. Uh, what about you? Okay. So I did not like it when I saw it, like in high school or, I mean, I didn't hate it, but I just, uh, I was like, whatever. But, um, I, do think this time around, I did think it was for being a longer slasher movie. I didn't even realize it was because I thought it was paced pretty well. Yeah. Um, I did think though that that it suffered from the uh, from a very soap operish feel. Um, mm-hmm. way melodramatic. Um, the ending of that movie would never mm-hmm. happen in even even like really bizarre horror movies that usually happen except for in a soap opera like that would happen in a soap opera that's something like marlene like 
that would happen to Marlena in Days of Our Lives. Not in a, <laughs> I, it, it was just a and next it, it, level, like yeah. ridiculous. And it's not a soap opera, but it does happen in the book anyway. Of Pretty Little Liars, you know, Allie is ends up having a twin or whatnot. So, well, this isn't really. This is a latest mask. I mean, whatever. <laughs> right, right. Like how? And also, like it's just like how did you get that mask? In the Sorry, 80s. I'm going to. I'm going to the very end. Yeah, we'll, I mean, like, we'll we'll get to it's that. It's just All like how we, we how would you even get that? We have questions, <laughs> but we'll, whatever. We'll see if we can answer them later. <laughs> uh, but I mean, I liked it. Okay, uh, I thought that the care. I really, really like. After I saw Jacob's Ladder a whole bunch, Matt Craven is in that movie as well, mm-hmm. and he's in this one. And I really like him. For I'm very attracted to him. I don't. <laughs> just, know, I don't, I don't know, know what it is about. It's not him. like he doesn't have. He has a really big nose, but for some reason, his nose is like he. It's. it's and like his eyes, his hair, like I don't know. Yeah, he's not. He, he's not like you would. He's not going to be pe- people's hottest man of the year ever. But like he's, he's not conventionally something. attractive. But he is. That's what like, I was There's something about him that I'm very like. I just really like him. And not to mention, I think he's a really good actor. Yeah, I love. Um, but I, I'm very attracted to him. I, I don't. He's, he's always a really cool character too in movies. So. Yeah. Um, and I don't really care about Little House on the Prairie, so I didn't really give a shit about that. Well, so. it was just interesting because she but was Mary like, and then she yeah. goes blind in um, the show or whatnot. So yeah. she really – and then she's like – she's not doing a strip tease at the beginning. She's just changing her clothes. It's it's their own pr- prog. They, they put on 70s Boogie Nuts porn music when she's getting naked to take a shower. Well, but you know, she's kind pulling of, a, you know, I want to break out of um, – The Prairie? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Um, but you also mentioned too, you know, how it wasn't something that you liked in high school. And like, you know, I didn't like a lot of the serious horror movies in high school either. The ones that were serious that I liked were ones that I'd seen even younger, like in elementary school that scared me because they were so serious. And then, you know, when we were in high school, we were always just looking for the next funny thing to like, oh my God, you are going to die when you see it. This is yeah. the stupidest, dumbest, raunchiest, most silly horror movie ever. So we were always looking for those, those B movies. Like ones that were like, la- like, What'd you bring? Like things yeah. that like we could like laugh at everything they were doing, which there are some things in this that you could, but I don't think we would. Oh, yeah, not, I mean, not at all. I mean, 1981 again, you know, 80, 81, 82. You could maybe say 83, but like those are the years of like those aren't a 81 lot. was the biggest slasher. I mean, 81 is series, the year yeah. of the slashers. I mean, yeah. and so many came out, too. Yeah. So like you I mean, like it doesn't shock me now that. And if this hadn't been made in 81, it might have been made in 82. Somebody was going to make a birthday movie at some point because all the holidays were being were being taken. And and this is a Canadian movie. And didn't didn't Canadian didn't they also do My Bloody Valentine? They, yes. Yeah. And so, a lot they do a lot of movies that you don't expect. But leave it to Canada to give us, you know, two of the most like sort of wholesome in terms of like the holiday for the lovers and then the holiday that everybody in the world experiences your birthday like i don't know yeah um but i just bless our our northern neighbors so well, yeah do, do bless them bless them because they have well you know canada's put out quite a like and if and if they didn't put it out like uh since it's so it's cheaper to like film there there's so many movies that we don't realize that we think are like filmed in new york and stuff like that and they mm-hmm. did uh, and they actually filmed most of it in like montreal or something like that you know oh yeah yeah so i mean because it's cheaper to film there i guess yeah so uh yeah but um, so why don't we get into yeah. into this uh, into this movie? Uh, do you want to start? Do you want me to? 
I guess I'll start real quick. Okay. Um, so I guess he starts out basically. Um, there's just you're at this like the outside of this like it looks like a prep school or whatever. You come to learn it's a it's a high school called Crawford Academy, and I guess that there's dorms there. I'm not. I guess some people might live there. It's, some, okay, yeah, no, th- let me say this real quick. They're yeah. supposed to be in high school, but they yeah. go to a pub every night, and then she's she's about to celebrate her 18th birthday, but they're, I mean, I'm sorry. I just don't find that believable, but well, just because you're so elite that you're, like, 17 and getting, like, nightly going to well, a pub and getting yeah, served. That's 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 the trick then, you know, 40 years ago, this might have been a little bit more of an occurrence in, like, a smaller, posh, richy kind of town like that but um now it it wouldn't unless you're like the hills or something you know like i'm sure they can go to it wouldn't be a pub they'd probably get whatever they want at a bar well they were also well they're uh, they were of age you mean at Laguna Beach? They they did not get served anywhere until they went down to uh, well, not on, not Mexico. On TV. Not on TV. You know, I'm, just, <laughs> I'm just saying in real life. Anyway, but you know, so yeah, yeah I get okay. what you're saying. So yeah, so one of the girls, and as you mentioned, they, there's this there's this tavern, the Silent Woman Tavern. It's a local pub, and they basically yeah they go there every night. They're in this group called the Top Ten. They're basically these just I mean they they don't seem like super big snobby wankers, but they are kind of assholes. Yeah, they're the, like the most popular kids. Even and, though we don't, even though we don't see them interact with anyone else, really. So, like, right. I mean, they they could be really cool or really not, and just called. You know, it's like kind of like the lose. You know, they could be the losers of the school. We wouldn't know. Exactly. We don't see anybody else. So one of the girls heading there is her name's Bernadette, and so she's just walking. And then I guess one of the teachers she runs into walking her dog. Um, instant instant surprise instant kind of red herring here they get in a little argument about how if they weren't going to the pub every night then they could be going to harvard next year and stuff like that um which so they probably it, will well at that time probably, you know they have their aunt becky to pay <laughs> facts <laughs> they could have probably gone away with it then yeah um so <laughs> if it wasn't for those kids um and so it's then, because you know, of this movie that Lori Laughlin got, 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 got oh caught. Oh my god! Oh my god! Oh my god! Oh my god! Facts. Um, so then Bernadette's uh, basically going to get in her car, and right when she gets in her car, she gets sh- immediately starts getting strangled and pulled over the back seat. Now, um, this is the point where like I don't really know who's who in the movie yet, and um, like what what what's happening. But she fakes that she fakes that she's been killed. Like she plays yeah. possum basically. And I was like, I was like, there's no way she's dead yet. Bitch gets up and runs out of that car, and I'm like, yes, finally. Yeah, that was a good. It, that's a good like. Okay, cool. Like, no one's ever like really that I can recall done that successfully at the beginning of a movie at the beginning of a movie like um and so then she starts running through this parking lot and then you know she's about to get away too and she's like oh my god yes I th- I'm, gl- I'm so glad you're here so she sees somebody she recognizes but then she's like looks down and that person is holding um a straight razor or whatever and gets her throat slashed so so we already know that the killer is definitely somebody that they these know, kids yeah. know. Yeah. So, yeah. So then I'll let you go. And they, they basically flashes straight forward to the, all the rest of them at the pub where she's supposed to be. Yeah. So I, I think that and I, they, they're all like, you know, what's the deal? Where is she? Uh, they're all kind of worried about her. And I th- isn't that why they decide to leave? Because oh, they're like, no. oh no! I thought that that was oh because no they they start that fight. They get in a the, fight. Yeah, they yeah. don't really they don't really they seem to give fight. a shit that she's not well, there. Well, I mean, they like, do they do talk about it. I mean, like Amelia really gives a crap that she's not there. But, um, yeah, they they all get in the fight with the people at the bar. Yeah, because they put a mouse in. That the, one guy, yeah, that one guy has uh, he's just like a that. 
I've called out this movie before. It's because the kid from Bloody Birthday was in just one of the guys, but that there's that guy in just one of the guys that's always carrying around like a some kind of snake or a rat or yeah. something. You know, yeah. like he's that guy. Like the, the who who really well, Seth Hawkins. <laughs> Well, they're all they're they're all. <laughs> I was no. thinking about in high school that that was. I don't remember that, but uh, they're all they all kind of have their little quirks. Like, he liked bugs. Okay, there's so, always the kid that likes like bugs or rats or something. Yeah, but all these top ten have their kind of their thing. You know, we have a we have the jock, the race car driver. We have the prep. We have the the introverted outcast. We have the model. We have all these people. Yeah, right? and the the race car guy is also the foreign guy. So the foreign exchange student. So, yeah. So um, but, yeah, the Alfred brings in his little rat and then they play a prank on him basically and they take they get the rat from him yeah and they take and then it. they use it to play a prank on the people in the bar right and then they all end up leaving because there's about to be a fight so they decide when they get out there i guess they're like running you know running on adrenaline and they're like well let's play this game so we don't know well, what the game is yet yeah well they hear you you hear some tolls you hear some some bell chiming and there's something in the background and they're like it's time to play and we're like play what yeah, so they all get in their cars and they're like racing, and we see it's because this bridge is coming up, and the game is to get to the bridge and be able to like cross it uh, before it goes all the way up, and they're yeah. not able to. And the last car is the one that um, Virginia, her name, well, she's called Jenny, so it's the one that she's in, and the last car to get across. There's one car that doesn't make it. Like, they stop. Yeah, because it's a her, very nice car, and they actually care if their car gets Well, damaged. yeah, and the car that <laughs> the, the car Jenny's in is a really nice car, too. And I was like, are you kidding me? And I would have. Yeah. They don't even. Um, they don't. Like, the entire front fender comes off or bumper yeah. comes off. And they're like, woo! They don't even care. I know. <laughs> but, they, but they do. Like, it's like, I mean, it's drawing up, and it's like a really close call. But she freaks out. And she, um, and she, and and she, she gets she, out and she runs. Well, before she even gets out, she when she's like when it's, it's either when they're like in midair or right before she's like mother. And we're like, why? Why is she crying out for her mother? Like right? Yeah, I, I didn't remember that part, but that's probably because it didn't make like I wasn't. It didn't make there sense. Yet. Yeah, so I just was like, okay. Yeah, totally. So then she runs. Um, she she gets out of the car and she runs, but she stops. Um, <laughs> yes. Yeah, she it's runs, just like okay. She runs like, away, and then she's like. La, 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 I'm gonna be in a graveyard now. Bye. Yeah, then she runs to a graveyard. <laughs> I was just like, what? I mean, okay. I mean, it ends up making sense, but I still think that that's you know, wrong place, wrong time. It's <laughs> whatever. And the like you can't show her fleeing one scene and then just casually walking like. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's like yeah, you totally got me out of the. the she's like she's panic. she's running kind of because of like PTSD, and then yeah. she's all of a sudden just like kicking leaves, kicking so. <laughs> leaves and tiptoeing in the tulips. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Tiptoe through the, the damn tulips while she kicks leaves around in a cemetery. And uh so then we then we see that she saw cuz she stops at her mom's grave. Yeah, so we find out that yeah, so I guess she, Well, we don't we don't see the story yet. Yeah, we, we don't see the story. We, we just, just know that her, her mom's dead. Her mom's yeah. Um and then uh I guess she goes home and Etienne is well, not like, even not not even yet. So right before she leaves the the um, graveyard, Etienne, the you know, the French foreign exchange student, um, he he see he like he sees her at the graveyard. It's like almost like another red herring kind of thing where it's like, oh, there's more ominous people here. So it's basically they're just, they're just and, he, and she's like, leave me alone or whatever. Like he's like but he like follows her home unbeknownst to us from the graveyard. Yeah. Which is really weird. I mean, like, why would he even follow her down there? And then, like, 
he's like, I can walk you home, or he's something. He's I don't know. Uh, he's, yeah, he's like, no, he's a creep the whole time. Yeah, so. maybe that's what it is. Like maybe that's the vibes I was getting. He was coming. Yeah, out he he's 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 like yeah, he's way too pushy. Uh, yeah. But he he bra- uh, she, she gets home and she like. I guess he broke in and stole her underwear. So, yeah, so so she immediately, you know, walks in and starts talking to her dad and whatever. And then she goes upstairs and then then she's like, I don't know if people do this or not. This is the most weird. Like when I take a shower, I get my clothes, I go to the bathroom, I take my clothes off, I get in the shower. She decides maybe this is an 80s thing. Maybe this is a rich white woman thing. I don't 80s thing. I don't know. But she goes in front of her closet which ooh something's someone's been in the closet maybe we don't know because we we previously saw somebody come through her bedroom window um but where is this person so she takes off her shirt and she buttons it and sticks it on the hanger and then she's going through the closet and picks out a robe then she puts this silky robe on then once she puts the robe on she takes her panties off and then she walks into the bathroom and she's about to like either brush her teeth or something. And she sees this shadow in the shower behind the curtain opens it. Nothing there. Um, but while at the same time that's happening, um, the panties that she took off on the ground are picked up by Etienne. Like, and then she walks out and closes the bedroom door, the bedroom window. Like it's so whatever that it's almost nothing. (laughs) Yeah. It's it. Yeah. I mean, and I don't know. I thought that that part was kind of weird because I guess in today's time, that is like totally not okay. And I, it wasn't okay then either. But I think like if you look at it from today's lens, it looks a lot worse than probably. Oh, like it might then. have been a little more shocking had I seen it then. No, I think it's now. more shocking seeing it now because of like seeing you him know, steal her panties. Yeah, I mean like back oh. back then it would have been seen as like oh a prank, you well, know, maybe, they do and they do that in like college movies, you know, where like they go panty raids and like I mean that's, that's true. oh so maybe, someone, maybe so, so, it was a prank that he or, was trying to do. Yeah, like it could be seen as a prank or he's just like kind of creepy but like now like that's you know with me too, and everything like that. Like, well, that's they're, yeah, not they're supposed to be okay. friends. They're supposed to be in this right. thing. Like, that shouldn't even be happening. And at, and this is how good of friends they are. They have matching scarves, people. They're all yeah. wearing the same fucking scarf, except for her. I don't think she has one. Because I think she, I think she's recently inducted into this. Yeah, I feel group. like she was recently inducted. I think in she it, was yeah. a newbie in this group, and I think that's what it is. And I think, yeah, because yeah, we'll get to some of the other stuff later on the timing of things. Um. But then, is is it does it just start? Did they just go to school again the next day? I feel like, yeah, because yes, because Bernadette doesn't show up, and they're kind of like, "Oh, where is she?" Oh, that's right, that's right. And then, but then like, but then it cuts to like Jenny, who's uh, having like I think she's like kind of having some flashbacks and stuff, but we don't yeah. really like know anything about it. So she has like an on call psychiatrist that she goes to, right. Um, which that's where, um, you know, we were talking about on the back, she had had brain surgery. Well, it was, it wasn't, I mean, yeah. It's like tissue. Damage yeah. It was like, yeah. I, and, and even to me, like when I was watching, I didn't even see it that way. I thought it was some kind of like, 
Yeah, I don't, I don't really know what I thought it was. I didn't think it was like brain surgery, but yeah, yeah. And then also might be might be good to point out now the doctor, her psychologist or whatever psychiatrist that she has on call or whatever is played by Glenn Ford, who is most famously, in my opinion, probably known as Pa Kent from the original Superman movie. Um, some people might care, but some people might not. But so he's in this movie, and apparently he was shit canned the whole movie. So it's surprising that he even has any sort of a decent performance because, like, they just most of the things I've ever read were talking about just how totally fucked up he was and, and, and so drunk the whole the whole production. But she yeah, starts- no, I wouldn't. That's that's surprising. I didn't know that. That's yeah, that's because you. I mean, functioning alcoholic. Yeah, I know so, many of them nowadays, so I guess it's not really that shocking. Yeah, and so like, I mean the know, amount of the amount of, that's 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 like back back maybe in high school I would have been like wow, but now that now that I think about it I'm like man I know a lot of people that are like, very yeah, functioning he, alcoholics. So yeah, so we don't really know why she had this experimental brain surgery or tissue procedure. She, or, he's like saying you know that he's basically telling her though that like um that the memories are going to come back and it's going to be hard. Right. Every time they come back, it's going to be like painful and stuff. But eventually once she, eventually she should get them all back and then she'll be like whole again. Yeah. And he kind of treats her. It's almost like to me, um, that he treats her like she has a dissociative disorder or like, um, well, otherwise well, known as multi, multi, Multiple yeah. personality. Yeah. yeah. So it'd be I th- like, I think, tra- I think they're doing that on purpose. I think they're, yes, setting they are. They're, they're trying to give us, they're trying to make us question everything and anything. Yeah. Cause I got a big like Sybil vibe from it. Well, and then on the back of the box, not Sybil, not Sybil, right. Sybil with Sally Field. But yeah. <laughs> but even on the back of the box, they've got, they've already got us questioning, is she the one doing this? I mean, so it's not really a surprise that they're, they're pushing the movie that way. Cause in the back of the box, they're like, is she going to be killed or is she the one killing or something? So they're going to push that agenda as best they can. And they also, all we really know is that she has these memories that are come back and we know that she really didn't like being around the drawbridge. So maybe the drawbridge is what, what triggered it to start happening. Yeah. Um, while it was opening, I should say. Uh, so then after that, I mean, it's pretty quick. Some people just start getting killed real quick. Basically, Eddie is over there just like hanging out next to his um, motorcycle in like full clothing and a scarf because that's what you do. And um, slowly but surely, the killer creeps up behind him and throws his scarf into the uh, tire and then starts revving up the engine and just totally destroys his face, which I thought was super fucking awesome. And the only time I ever really remember seeing that again was in Pet Cemetery 2, you know, which is neat that they don't even stick his face into the spokes. But um, when it Clarence. Was, no, yeah, this is one thing I will say about this movie. It had some good kills. Yeah. But when Clarence. What's his Brown? She don't remember his name. Clarence something from Pet Cemetery. He's like a I don't like any either of those movies. Yeah, but he he's, even though I apparently look just like that one woman. Denise oh. Crosby is in the first one. Yeah. So but anyway, he sticks his face into a moving tire and it was pretty dark. Yeah. And awesome. Yeah. And then it basically flashes, I think, almost immediately um next to Greg working out. Um, and then yes. he gets crushed with lifting weights. I mean, which was an odd, another cool one, honestly. Which is another cool one, which you know, because uh, Robicide or Killer Workout hadn't been re- released yet. I don't think that was like in '83, maybe. Because um, you know, clearly someone dies that way in that movie. But yeah, uh, I think it was more like '84. I don't know. I yeah. thought it was a little bit later than '83, but I think it's a lot later than '83. 
Oh, it might be like 88 or 88, 87. 87. 80, yeah, yeah, sorry. So, yeah, that hadn't happened yet. I don't think that I'm at least not on a mainstream horror. Oh, movie like, I don't think up. anyone would make a movie called Killer Workout. And they, but maybe I'm wrong. Well, that's why we should be a 87. Ride, but 87. A ride. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, 87. Um, <laughs> so, and I guess this is when we, and I, I'm trying to think, nothing's really given us pause yet to question Jenny. But then one night, you know, she's going back out into this damn graveyard. Maybe she's trying to seek answers, talk to her about something. Cause we just still don't know what happened in the past. Yeah, this part gets all, gets kind of muddled to me. Like, uh, and, and that's why yeah. I was kind of, and I'll be honest. I was, I was, um, I mean, I had no problem with this episode, but I was like, I had a feeling that this part, like, cause I, I thought I was going to get kind of confused about it just because in the movie, there's so much that happens. And then you're like, what? How? Yeah. What? Yeah. And then like, it all happens at once. And then she, and you know, there is reason to pause for Jenny, but that doesn't come till a little bit later, but then that's a big part of it. And I was like this, you know, there's a lot happening. Well, they could have done a lot big. Well, first and it's kind of all, it's kind of yeah. all like muddled together. And I was well, like, I, I, yeah. I, there's not a, there's not a good timeline, I guess for this. Well, well, the biggest thing, once we let's talk about this scene for a second, and then I think I could, yeah, hold on. So she's in there in the graveyard. Alfred, the little outcast, comes in there, and he's slowly That's creeping rat up. boy. Yeah, he's coming up to her slowly, and you know she's on her knees praying or whatever, conversing in the dark with her dead mother. Um, and he's reaching into his pocket for something, and you don't really know what it's going to be. But right when he pulls it out, she turns around and stabs him in the stomach with a pair of garden shears. And yeah. you're like, what? Yeah. It is Jenny the whole time. And it turns out then he falls to the ground and dies and he opens his hand. And it's, like a, it's like a white rose. So he was a red herring for nothing. But, but then you're also kind of like when, when it becomes like apparent that, you know, you think Jenny's doing all this. It's just like it's too, it's very soon in the movie. You know, it's to, about fifty. If that's about fifty. Well, minutes. I mean, but that's. I mean, it's a two-hour-long movie. I, I mean, it's I, still yeah, that's that's halfway through. So it's just like, well, okay. So if this this isn't really a who at this point, that can't be a who done it because the who done it's usually. Now, but now, but now it's a why done it? Basically. Yeah, yeah. So you're just like, and and like you're and thrown, Dr. you're Dr. thrown. Yeah, Doctor Faraday tried to explain it, but they didn't really explain that whole psychosis or whatever yeah, psychopathy. It, well, all. they yeah. kind of they kind of left us enshrouded in mystery as well and confusion because like they could have like. Because now you're like, okay, well, it is her, but then you're like, but why? And what now is this flashback? Once you get to the end, it makes sense why that part was confusing. But well, no, when you're well, watching see, it, it's I just like, think, what? I don't think it was confusing as even as they were trying to set it up. I mean, they're trying to set it up that she's having rage blackouts due to her memories coming back and like – during this from this traumatic brain surgery that she had like there i mean it makes total sense to me i just didn't know how they were going to do another hour of this movie that's i guess that's what i'm saying like it yeah. was just like okay so now it's this but like this is really you feel like okay well the movie should be in a in a typical slasher you'd be like okay well the movie it's ending soon yeah because you mean you know what i mean yeah, like, like it's well, just like well, well there well, haven't really no one like not everyone's died so like what are how are they going to do this but yeah but as the, the front of the box i mean we already knew an hour left in the movie and the box the front of the box is six of the most bizarre murders you'll ever see well four have already happened so we have an hour left almost for two more murders like, yeah what's, what's yeah, yeah great cool like this is going to be fun yeah, so um, so there's just that, and I guess then the next thing it's basically, um, you know, her birthday is coming up as we've kind of alluded to, I guess, in the title of the movie. And her father goes on a business trip, and then there's this school dance, and everyone's just kind of like, 
Disco is not dead. Let's just get here. It, <laughs> it's, it's it's no prom night, and there's no high kicks with with powerhouse Jamie Lee over here. But um, I mean, they do their best. It's like a Bobo disco party. It's a Bobo <laughs> disco party. <laughs> <laughs> you know. So. Uh, uh, true. True. But but we're about to get into your man candy here, land. Your man candy land here. So you can say what happens next with Steve and Jenny. Oh. Do you remember? I know I do remember. Oh, oh. <laughs> you said oh, like uh, uh. no, like oh, like oh, I love him. Mm. <laughs> uh, so she, they, he, like they go to um. She she invites him to go to her house, mm-hmm. and I was just like, don't go. I know, because at this point we're like, she just killed somebody. Yeah, and I was like, that's my boy. Yeah. That's sorry. it. Okay. I'm sorry. No, no, no. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, I just, no, I just started laughing at something. Like that's it. I'm really sorry. Um, that was bad. so okay. No, um, I was laughing at something I was doing on my own time over here. Uh, I, I mean, I was I was just on your own prop. time. No, I have this prop that I was looking at. <laughs> anyway. Okay. Um. Anyway. Uh. Okay. So she she invites him over and uh. She's going to prepare shish kebabs. So now if we've seen the cover of the movie, we don't we don't want shish kebabs. We don't want shish kebabs, but the guy on the cover <laughs> of the movie with the shish kebab being shoved in his mouth is not it's this not guy. Steve. Yeah. Um, I'm not so, even sure this guy's even in the damn movie. He's not. Okay. <laughs> but I mean, that's not, I mean, that's not a big deal. But you be, still know, like, you know, they're not gonna, you, still, you still know it's not going to be a good yeah, thing. The most random murder you've ever seen in a horror movie, not random, but like, I have never seen death by shish kebab and anything else. Someone's getting stabbed in the front cover. You know that that's not going well. here. Right. So, uh, so they're drinking and, and smoking weed, which, you know, you don't really think because Jenny doesn't seem like one that does that until now, but I guess, you know, she didn't seem like one that would kill people either. And so she attacks him with the, the kebab and she sh- uh, shoves it down his throat. Bye, Steve. And also, <laughs> Steve is the name of my dog, and, and I'm obsessed with Steve Harrington. Yeah. So, and while we're thinking about this too, the cover of the box says John will never eat shish kebabs again. First of all, his name is Steve. There's no John in the movie. Then it says Stephen will never ride a motorcycle again. Okay. Well, there's no Stephen. There's a Steve who just got shish kebabs. Etienne was on a motorcycle. I mean, yeah. like, come on, y'all. Like, this is like the most butchered. I think they just wanted to like put stuff in there. Confuse us even more. Yeah. Oh, okay, well, it worked. Congrats. Um, <laughs> so <laughs> then the next morning, um, Anne shows up at Jenny's house, and she's basically a face down, passed out in her bed, and like, you know, running her hands through her hair like she just had a wicked hangover. And, um, um, <laughs> a wicked hangover. And,. She doesn't remember last night. So then she goes to the window and Anne's like, you know, I want to talk about, you know, Steve last night. She's like, I don't remember anything. But she's like, I guess it was, he didn't come over. So she's having these. It's feeding more into the rage blackout um, right. plot here. Yeah. So she throws her keys out the window, says, come on, up, I'm going to take a shower. And as she gets in the shower, she starts like looking up at the water coming out. And she has this flashback of her mom's basic like her mother's death. And I don't, does yes. she remember the entire thing yes, at this point? Yes. Yeah, she does. Um, so yeah, what so happened you, was her, say that? yeah, her mom was like, um, 
taking okay so her mom was in i guess she she had also been a newly inducted socialite then um so she was having a party for jenny yeah and but Anne was having a party was it Anne? yes yeah and was, just having, Anne a was having a party on the same day and so um everyone went to Anne's party and so yeah, the mom yeah, 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 they were newbies right yeah yeah and so the mom's drunk and she uh she takes her over there and then they get humiliated and she, so she's driving back and I guess she's like wasted. So she actually, um, so she attempts to drive across the same drawbridge from earlier in the movie. And, but right before they get back in the car and drive back and she's yelling at, um, somebody from that, I guess in the skated mansion, she's like, I will not be bought out again. Like, so apparently like there's so there's some tricky thing that we don't know yet. Yes. As there's to something why, else. Yes. We know how, there's something else that we don't know how they got into money all of a sudden. And, got, and who knows if we'll find out. I mean, I'm right. assuming we assume we will, but like, right, but um, it's like what is going on? Like what, she's like, she assumes she feels entitled to like, have her daughter at this party for some reason. Well, or she's, or that her daughter should have had, the people or, at her party. Yeah, well, that too. Yes, that yes. Too. Okay, so, um, so they crash into the water, but her mom ends up being like, she's like, you can get out. She, she makes it so Jenny can get out, cause she, and but she's gonna, she dies. Well, she's been, she has like a metal pole through her stomach. No, I think I thought that she was like, you can get out. No, there's she like, like helps her. No, no, it goes underwater. She's holding something that's piercing or pinning See, her down. I thought, I thought she. For no, some, in my she, head, she was like, she she's says, li- she literally is holding something, trying to pull it, and she's stuck, and then she opens the window. And well, no, that's what I meant. That's what I meant. I mean, Ginny opens her own window. Oh, I thought she told her that she could get out. She said, "You can." She's like, "You can open the window when okay, I get, that's what I'm, I meant. That's when we go underwater." So she that's tells her, she tells her to leave because she knows she's trapped. That's what I meant. Oh, that's I what you. I. That's what I was saying. I was like, oh. "Am I thinking of another movie?" Um, <laughs> okay, so so Ginny does get out, but mom drowns. So at that point, she and, after she's had this blackout, she and, or, and, or not blackout, no, she but, has and, the vision. And when she's coming up to the surface, she gets her head hit by a boat. Oh, that's why. That's why. That's why she has the traumatic brain surgery in the neuro. Oh, you're right. Stuff. Okay, I didn't even. They don't show it hit, but there's a boat, and then you hear this thud, and then about three seconds later, her head bobs up under the water, and you see blood everywhere. So you have to assume that she got hit by this, or she didn't get run over by the boat. She flew up and hit her head on the boat. Yeah. Okay. I didn't like remember big, that. Yeah, it's like, okay. it's like a. It was like a big boat. Yeah. So, but at this point, when she has that flashback, because she's already like kind of like freaked out because she's having these periods of time that she can't remember. Yeah. So she's like, oh Same my girl, gosh. Every, every Tuesday morning for me, every Tuesday night. I, can't I know, remember. right? I'm just Ooh. like, okay. I mean, I'm, I mean, you've seen my messages. I mean, um, I'm an alcoholic. <laughs> I mean, yeah. I've seen your messages to, to me, but I, and to other people. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> like pretending to be me or something. No, I wasn't pretending to be you. Oh, yeah. You said, yeah. Someone said, someone said, hey, were you at Target? And you said, ha ha, got me. <laughs> I thought that they were sending. OK, that's because I thought that they they were sending it to me and saying like I was and because it was you. And they were uh, saying we were the same person. That's what me. I that no, that's what in my head. That's what I was thinking that they were like, hey, if, like I thought I was on my own Instagram and they were like, got look, me. I found you. And I thought that like because it was you, it was me. 
Okay, this is too twisted. This is so proper. This is this is no, the I know, no, I know. The, the next day, I, days of our lives. well, the next the next day, I was like, that makes no sense. I don't know what I, what that was. It was also like seven in the morning. <laughs> yeah. Anyway. anyway. Um, <laughs> so yeah, no, I yeah, I. I called my parents at seven that morning also. And yeah. anyway, so, um, anyway, uh, so, so she, she, so she visits, she goes to visit her psychiatrist because she's like, okay, all these memories are coming oh. back now. And she's like freaked out. But, but what, but what she just said before she goes back to her on call, Dr. Faraday, um, when she, when she wakes up from this vision, she opens the shower. She's her bathroom is flooded with water, and then she opens the shower curtain, and um, Anne is dead, drowned in the bathtub. Oh right. <laughs> oh right. About that. Forgot that you know her her best friend just got murdered as well. <laughs> so then she starts screaming like David, 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 like 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 the most like obscene soap opera screams you've ever heard in your life like it's yeah this almost, is this now this is where it gets very uh yeah very Betty, very soap opera Betty, i didn't want to i didn't want to skip over the fact that Anne has just been killed or found yeah. dead as well um yeah so she goes to visit him and she confronts him well, she doesn't go to visit him he comes to visit her oh yeah that's what i meant yeah yeah um and she goes upstairs to show him the bathroom and it's empty mm-hmm and then what happens? Well, she confronts him. <laughs> Over the, well, he's like being all weird about it. Yes. So she and then she murders him. Yes. Okay. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Wait, the like, yeah. Okay. I didn't. You were going to think I was just like, oh, he lives. No. Yeah, she killed. Yeah. He's like being all weird about it. Which you know, at that point, I was like, why are you being all weird? About, whatever. Right, like there's still secrets that even we don't. Well, know. you were the because you were the one being like, all these memories are going to come back, and then you're going to be fine. But then when the memories start coming back, he's like all weird about it, and they're exactly. like, okay, why? Exactly. So she's she's like no me gusta, and she just starts beating him on the head with a fireplace poker, and blood goes everywhere like someone just got thrown through a wood chipper. I'm like, and this is and this is in her room. Yeah. Yes. Yes. So uh, her dad comes home and he find he he like that he's like looking for her, I guess and he finds a pool of blood in her room. Yeah. It's is, like all is. I mean it's not a pool of blood it's all over the place. Yeah. Um and then he he runs out and um Amelia is standing in the rain. So this is what's confusing because it's supposed to, it's supposed to be that is that so I guess it's supposed to be the night of the night of her birthday party. Yes, but this is why it's also confusing. It's like she's just standing there in front of this open grave with a birthday present and nothing happens. Well, there's an uncut version of the movie where she gets her throat slit. Oh, because yeah, that makes right that makes no sense that, she, yeah she just turns around looking all shocked and everything no she just got she was killed or being killed okay well that makes a lot more sense that was totally yeah i had to on my like third second or third watch of this i was like what is this so i looked it up and then i saw the clip and everything i was like oh because they were gonna ha they were gonna ask why her. would they cut that out well they originally axed her in the head or something but it, but it was too graphic so they had to like cut the scene and then by the time they like came back or something with like slitting her throat the actual throat slit that make the production but like that's what happened on the that on is the, really on, really confusing and stupid yes because it's already like what's going on and then there's this random girl who's part of the top 10 but like yeah but you just like why is she in the rain outside this cottage and then like why she'd make this weird <gasps> face you know she's that's her death scene okay yeah. well i mean you do see her as a corpse at the end so i mean it, i mean you know she died but right but um like, right. 
so he he goes uh, so uh, and also the the wife's grave has been robbed and um dr faraday's corpse is in the grave so yeah he's already, yeah yeah so well, right he, beside it but yeah well i mean he's, he's in the grave but he's yeah in the, he's in the grave but not the coffin sorry right right um so uh th- um daddy daddy goes back and there's a light on in the guest cottage and so he goes in because it's supposed to be this is supposed to be the night of jenny's birth 18th birthday yeah um and so all of the members of the top 10 are seated at the table dead yes and then her and, and the and, wife's yeah. corpse and she's still yes. wearing that same choker she drowned in bitch please you I would, know, right. you would uh, not, I, guess, they, I guess that was just to make sure that we knew it was her yeah it was but it definitely was this whole setup was so cool though because it gave me a combination of two things so it gave me the first combination of sleepaway camp 2 when she goes to the shack and sees all yes, the bodies totally. but like but these bodies are a lot more scary and real and gritty looking mm-hmm. it's kind of like pamela Voorhees's head in in part two of Friday the 13th. Or, or kind of like, yeah, if, if they put all the deaths from Sleepaway Camp part one in the same room. Yeah. Honestly, yeah. Because well, in one, the, those deaths are really gruesome. Well, it's that kind of feel. It's that kind yes. of... And everything. It just is so creepy and it slowly pans and shows them all like you know alfred still has his shears in his stomach eddie and still has his face all demolished i mean it's just and i think there's still the and then, but then, but then it's kind of questionable because it's like so no one found their dead bodies <laughs> in all this time like no one did well we assume i guess, I guess she her, i guess she was taking her, them yeah, at the her, time and putting yeah. them in the cottage yeah we assume her rage blackout she was setting up his old dollhouse cottage which is creepy. So, so then, so, so he's standing there and he thinks it's Jenny. It looks like Jenny entering the room and she's singing happy birthday to herself. And, um, then she just like tells him, man, I murdered these people. Yeah. She's and singing then happy she birthday, kills him. carrying the cake. And then he's just like, what did you do? And, and like, I can't believe this. And like, um, he doesn't have to not believe it for long because she slits his throat. So. Yeah, she with the, sh- <laughs> with the sharpest. It's almost like a freaking chicken deboning knife. Like I don't I even know. know what this cake knife is. It looks like the. It's a lot like the knife that um, I cut myself on that Katie because I was wanting to open wax warmers and I accidentally got my uh, my old roommate's knives, which are always like really sharp, mm-hmm. and um, like it just like touched my thumb and it almost cut it off. Yeah, <laughs> it's like a, and I don't. Like, oh, I'm God. like, who, who has time to sharpen knives all the time? God, so right. That's what it was. That's what it was like, though. Then um, on the table, there's one person laying down, and you're kind of like, "Well, who is this?" Because you don't really know. Well, I guess you assume it's Anne. You probably yeah, because yeah, you don't see Anne at the table. Mm-hmm. So then she goes over, um, and Anne was Jenny. Dead, yeah, Anne was know. the one that was drowned in the bathtub and then disappeared. Mm-hmm. But then she, um, Jenny goes over to the person, lifts them up, and then pulls their head back and wipes their hair of their face, and dun dun dun, it's it Jenny. Yes. And you're like, what the fuck? There's two of them. Yes. So then Jenny starts to open her, the the recently dead Jenny or whatever, this girl on the table, opens her eyes, sees her father dead, sees all her friends dead, and then looks up and sees herself. And you're like, what the fuck? Like, there's two of them? This is a fucking soap And I'll opera. tell you what, when, um, when I rewatched it, I'd forgotten this whole thing. I was, in my mind, mm-hmm. it was that there were twins. In my like from when I because I'd only seen it one other time like t- twenty years ago or something, and I in like and I that's what I'd remembered. Oh, you, you forgot that you forgot the next twist. Yes, yeah. You forgot, so tell us yeah. the Scooby Doo twist. So yeah, so uh, literal Scooby Doo. So the real Jenny 
is like, what the fuck? And <laughs> yeah, to put, it, like, to put it bluntly. <laughs> yeah, she's like, oh, hey, me. And hey. Um, so, hey, the, so the other her pulls this really elaborate latex mask off that looks exactly like Jenny. Um, no one in history has ever made a latex mask that looks like good still in 2021. So I don't even know if CGI can make a mask that looks that realistic anyway. <laughs> yeah. So, so um, uh, and it's Anne. Ah, what? Ah! What? <laughs> anyway, I it's, was like, it's like the worst game of Clue. I mean, it was like Scooby-Doo so, meets Falcon's Crest. Yes. Okay. And then she's like, oh, <laughs> your mom was a slut and she fucked my dad and and we're half sisters. Okay, Marlena. It's like, okay, Billy Loomis. We see I you. Mean, yeah, <laughs> right. And okay. So uh, this is like a John and John Marlena days of our lives. Who, which, which John is it, you know, kind of thing. Oh, which, and which Bo or Roman or whatever. Oh, Bo, God. Mr. Bo or Roman. I don't remember. Yeah. Oh. And, and it's Stefano. He was so the villain. we assume anyway. then that, you know, the mother knew that, 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 um, well, the mom was having an affair with Anne's right. dad. So, so. And that's why she was getting kind of paid off. Apparently her whole life because they're half sisters. Right. Right. So, it, it wasn't just like a recent thing. It was No, like, this has been I mean, either it was an old thing that's over now or you yeah. know, you know, it, like it cuz it could it could have been over by the and time they, like they did not she had just been that, right. Yeah, they, they don't explain it. It's, I kind of have to think though that it was over at that point because she's all the, rage, the way raging, the mom rage, she's all raging alcohol yes alone. yeah yeah and the way that <laughs> yes and the way that the mom acts when she goes over to the house like it would make sense um and so then they they get into this like wrestling match with the knife and um jenny jenny ends up being able to stab Anne to yeah. death yeah and then we end with the police officer coming in and being like what have you done <laughs> the end like, the end like so, Jenny, you have to you have to assume, and I think that this is another reason that I didn't like it when I was younger, because like, I don't really like um, endings that are like super hopeless like that, um, which is like the reason I don't like the thing, besides the fact that it's like sci-fi, but like, I'm like that's not fair. <laughs> Because she's gonna get she's gonna get blamed for all this. Well, she can also well she can talk about it. Maybe not. I, I mean, guess also, I guess also she can show her that show him that latex mask. Seriously, I'm sure she. I'm, she could be like, "Hey, you put this on. You look. You put like this me. on. You put it on and look at oh, her." But even but Anne is like, "I've learned to walk like you. I've even learned to talk like you." And her voice changes, and I'm just yeah. like, "This is some literal scream voice changing shit." Like the voice changes. There's a lie about who you are, and you're like, "You're the reason my mom moved out and abandoned me." Kind of. Yeah. Kind of and it's like, I mean, it is like all at once. Okay. Uh, we okay. see you. We see All you. Right. Okay. It's like, like that's a lot. It's a lot going on. It made me really do want to watch Scooby Doo and Falcon Crest again. <laughs> oh and my God. I love it Falcon also Crest. makes me wait, really. Falcon, it's Falcon Crest. Okay, wait. Which one was the Dallas spinoff? Falcon Crest or. Uh, what was the other one? Knott's Landing. Knott's Landing. Falcon uh, Crest um, was the spinoff of Dallas. No, I thought Knott's Landing was. Oh well, I've watched them all, so I don't know. I don't remember. Yeah, Knott's Landing is a spinoff of Dallas. Okay. 
Um, but anyway, uh, <laughs> sorry, go, go on. <laughs> no, but so like, you know, I think the ending at the, I mean, even looking back, like it's so hokey now, but like no one's ever done it since because you really can't do that ever again. Cause you kind of, you might feel cheated. It's almost kind of like, it's like there's two ways to feel cheated at it. Well, people feel cheated, you know, when someone dreams the whole thing. Oh so, God. Someone might or, felt- or like the high tension ending, which is like, uh, I'm like, and I actually know someone. That's I love like that, that though. I yeah. mean, well, for me personally that that movie i thought it was way better before like when i thought it was like a random person i thought it was really both, good both. and then you can it, see it both sides and yeah. then at the and then it was i that's i didn't really like it plus it started that whole trend of that was like really one of the first ones in the new generation of horror that really started that whole trend of it's Unre- all in their mind. Yeah, yeah. Because unreliable narrators has always been a thing yeah. in books and thriller but this, books. But like but this, putting it on movie, screen, yeah. yeah so I, yeah, I, I like it. I, I don't like that. Well, but. I mean, because then you look back on that movie, High Tension, and like there's a reason that that girl was so so terrified, and it wasn't because this. French man was going oogity boogity oogity boogie chasing her. It was because it was like her was best her friend, friend and her, yeah. Lo- yeah, like, and like she watched her murder. Like, I just, I, I like, I, I would have been happy either way, to be honest. Um, yeah, I, I, I personally, that, like, that's where it really, for me, I, that's where I was like, uh, I, I, I liked it a lot more until. And I know happened. you haven't, I know you haven't watched it yet, I don't think, because it's certain, like, Real life claustrophobia, panic reasons, but you've got to watch The Descent. Oh, um, I did watch it. So, okay, did you see the extended original or send it or the original? Because the, they the had original. different en- they have different endings. So the way that this the the the, um, the uncut version ends or the director's cut version ends, you know um, how she's in the truck and then she goes back and there's the dead body of Juno, like, and then it ends. Yeah. So right when she screams at that point, instead of going to the credits, it goes to her waking back up in the cave. Oh, and then it goes to her seeing her daughter holding a birthday cake and they're with a candle lit and they're both just sitting in the darkness in front of this candle and you hear the creatures and the daughter blows the candle out. Oh, so so it's kind of so it's it's kind of hopeless. But Hmm. but she's in the sequel. But anyway, anyway, but you can feel cheated that way. Another way. So this had two cheats, not the the twin was a cheat, I think, because. At least now it's a cheat. I don't remember seeing it before to call, this, to call it a cheat or a reused trope of the time. But then the latex mask. Okay, literally those Scooby Doo's said that's a tweet. Uh, uh, that's a yeah. trick. That's a trick. Yeah. Um, but I found again, I found it to be very well done. You know, never really recreated. And I and I think it would have been super terrifying to wake up in this whole abandoned cabin of your family, this whole rundown cabin and to look up and see your recently murdered father bleeding over a cake, your mother exhumed and rotten with maggots in her and all of your friends dead. <laughs> yeah. Like, and then, and then to look up and be like, Oh, Hey, evil me. Like, this is Bill and Ted's bogus journey. Like, yeah, why, all right. <laughs> why, is there an e- why is there an evil Bill and Ted in front of me? <laughs> yeah. It, yeah. And maybe that's like where I kind of fell off of, of it when I was like younger. But, yeah, um, yeah, I get that totally. So, what would you rate it? Uh, now, let's knowing see. the knowing the I'd future, I'd say three. Yeah, I I think it's a super solid. I think it's a solid three. A solid three, like like it's definitely one that I'm gonna um 
I'll mm-hmm. watch it again. I'll probably watch it again in the future, I'm at least once or twice. I'm gonna watch it every time I make kebabs. I'm gonna be like, hey, um, you know, husband of mine, can we go make kebabs? And when we're when we're when we're eating them, I'm gonna put happy birthday to me in, and be like, I never make kebabs, but if well, I did, I will. I'd this reason, just, just just to freak him out. Just to freak him out. <laughs> yeah, I'll be like, but, but first oh, of all, when I move, when I come and move in for uh, two days, two, two days, then we'll do that. Kebabs, and we'll feed. Each other <laughs> and I'll and I'll wear a latex mask of you. Of me, so then okay. at the same time, like, why, but we'll just like we won't try to trick and we'll just like sit there together with, and, and I'll have a mask and we'll, of you and we'll feed you, we'll feed each other kebabs with looking <laughs> like the same. <laughs> my God, he would just like that. That alone might make him just like freak out and die. <laughs> he, yeah, he he he'd collapse. <laughs> what a weird thing. Uh, are there are there any fun facts for this? Oh movie? yeah, there are a few. I mean, like you said. Uh, that they th- well as a fun fact they put that like the front the tagline there's no there that John is not a character okay I mean that's not a fun fact we know that that's just a fucking goof yeah I know I mean or it's just like they just wanted to put random I mean, I can see it's just like a random they they, they don't want to give away who's dying so I mean maybe they just put random names on it you know what I mean well Greg's real I know but like that's not how he died so he died by the weights. Oh, wait, but Steve, Steve. Yeah. Um, but um, so apparently the uh, then the 2004 DVD release, a lot of people were mad about it because a disco score played over the opening credits instead of the original atmospheric piano piece, mm-hmm. um, which I think I would have preferred. So yeah, again, disco ain't dead. Let's yeah, just, let's just do it. Disco up. will never die. No, ma'am. Um, uh, the brain surgery that is performed in the movie or that you see was performed by a real neurosurgeon on a fake brain. Okay. I think that's pretty cool. Um, I mean, and so like malpractice waiting to happen. Well, no, I mean, they, oh, they might've taken real footage. Yeah. They, they, they a real neurosurgeon <laughs> did surgery on a fake brain for the movie. Oh, Oh, <laughs> it's like that's like you better get your you but you better get your um what's it called your like uh your certification from screen actors guild or whatever for having your brain operated on <laughs> yeah no it was a fake brain <laughs> and they did the surgery okay um there were some cast members that were stuck in their makeup for like hours for that party scene and so they decided to walk around the neighborhood scaring people which I think is fun. I'd do the hell out of that. Yes. Um, that was, uh, they compared the marketing for it to an Alfred, to a psycho because, um, there was a marketing gimmick that featured a warning that said, because of the bizarre nature of the party, no one will be seated during the last 10 minutes. Pray you're not invited, which is kind of like the psycho thing that, um, he would, he said that people wouldn't be allowed to be admitted after the first like amount of, um, there was an amount of time that you said, and you weren't allowed to be admitted after that. I think it was oh. um, after when Janice Lee's killed. You're not oh, allowed, okay. like there was like a gimmick that you said you can't be admitted at a certain time. Um, and uh, apparently Glenn Ford was yeah he he ended up getting in a fight too on set. <laughs> so oh, yeah, um, and Melissa Sue Anderson did have to take time off a little house on the prairie. Oh, yeah, um. I, I, yeah, there's not really, there's like a, some that, I don't know, during production, the car crash sequence proved to be a problem, uh, problematic and had to be shot a number of times using different vehicles. And at one point, a stuntman was injured when he broke both, broke both ankles during a take. Ugh. I mean, like, and also God, those were nice cars. 
They're really nice cars. <laughs> so, um, uh, the filmmakers reportedly detested the poster art, and they didn't like the gimmicks. Okay. And they uh, wanted they wanted the movie poster that was a bit more subtle about the nature of the movie, but I mean, okay. Whatever, care. bye. <laughs> <laughs> no bye. <laughs> the film's title logo in the promotional materials formed a candle out of the letters I and a dagger out of T yeah. in the word two. Okay, yeah. I don't care. We, can, we, um, we have eye, we have eyes. Yeah, I know. Um, <laughs> okay, apparently it was set in uh, Massachusetts. Uh, it was actually never mentioned, but it's taking place in a town called Exeter, Massachusetts, and it's a fictional location. So if it's never mentioned, I don't know like how that's a fun fact. Um, and if it's never mentioned and it's fictional, then how the hell do they know? I know. I guess <laughs> I guess probably like in a cut or something like that. Oh my god! And it's known as one of the best Canadian slasher films of all time. I mean, by who? Like, who's naming that? Whoever know. wrote that? <laughs> Crosby, Stills, Nash, or Young? Whoever wrote uh, it? Yeah, and I guess a uh, Duke. Uh, I guess um, they liked Gen- Genesis because uh, the. And I, and I did notice this. Uh, this isn't really a fun fact, but the album covers on Virginia's bedroom wall. Oh, yeah. But I, I did notice that. I noticed um, that too. Well, Jeff noticed that too. Um, the yeah, I, that's a good album. So uh, it was uh, submitted to the MPA numerous times, and it kept getting an X rating. And so the following parts had to be trimmed: Bernadette's throat gushing blood, a graphic image of Etienne's mutilated Etienne mutilated by the dirt bag, dirt bag, dirt bike, gruesome brain surgery shots, which were fakes anyway. So, but um, a bloodier impact of the bench press on Greg. And a more violent bludgeoning of Dr. Faraday with the poker. Yeah. Some yeah. rare well, prints circulating on the internet have the, yeah. He got hit one time and like literally it looked like someone had chainsawed him in the room. So that would, they cut they cut a lot of the hit scene. Okay, that makes sense. And you already talked about um um Amelia. Yeah. So um, yeah, so real quick before you de- know, what- do you want to do the deaths? Yeah, so yeah, so yeah. Bernadette. They're act they're actually nine if you if you count the mom. No, there's 10 if you count them on. No. I'll d- yeah. Bernadette, one. Etienne, two. Greg, on, three. Okay. Bernadette, throat slit with a razor. Mm-hmm. Etienne, scarf attached to a motorcycle, and his face is hammered into it. Greg, he's um, he gets his friggin' weights crushing him. Alfred gets stabbed with shears. Steve gets deep throated with a shish kebab. The mom drowns in a car crash. Then the doctor gets stabbed and bludgeoned with a fireplace. Oh, book. you're right. Amelia gets her throat slit off screen. Harold, um, the dad, gets his throat slit with a cake knife, and then Anne gets knifed to um, stabbed. Oh, you know why some people probably think it's nine is because of the cut of Amelia. Amelia, yeah. Yeah. No, I know. Because it's, not, because it's not seen on screen. There be um, ten. Yeah, so, uh, I don't know. I thought it was... Yeah, a solid three. I mean, I I don't think it's the best thing I've ever seen. I'm not going to rewatch it a whole lot, but I'll probably rewatch it again a couple times. Thanks. So, right. well, especially when we shish kebabs while we're dressed up like each other. Hey, facts. While I moved in for two days. Yeah. So, <laughs> so this is probably right. going to be the best two days of of, uh, of Jeff's life. Well, maybe your life. I don't know about his. No, <laughs> yeah. it definitely won't be the best two days of my life. It's I'm doing this for him. <laughs> oh, well, um, he just sent me a text and said it's okay <laughs> all right guys well thanks for listening and i would say stay gagged on shish kebabs stay gagged on fireplace pokers 
stay gagged on evil twins who aren't actually twins but are wearing latex masks but are still your sibling. <laughs> yeah. Stay gagged on um, weight. Stay gagged on birthday cakes. Stay gagged on um, motor, just a motorcycle tire. And stay gagged on all your best friends and all your besties need to have matching scarves. So, like, present ideas. Oh, my gosh. Wait. Oh, it kind of reminded me of Gossip Girl because of, of never mind. Because of, well, what's his face? The scarf is really important at first, but it's not yeah. anymore. Bye. Anyway, okay. Bye, guys. Yeah. Yep. See ya. Birthday. It's your birthday. If I die, me in uh, Louis uh, they ask me what I do and who I do it for. Yeah. And how I come up with this shit up in the studio. Yeah. All I want for my birthday is a big booty hoe. No. All I want for my birthday is a big booty hoe. No. When I die, bury oh. me inside the Gucci style. So I call him Big Booty. Wrist moving, cook, getting to it. I'm in the kitchen. Yams everywhere. Just made a juice. I got bands everywhere. You the really nigga breathing if I hold my breath. Referee with a whistle. Hold his tech. Extend no clip. Extend no roll. Where your girl leave me, she need a house alone. How we kill it? When I die, bury me next to two bitches. They ask me what I do and who I do it for. And how I come up with this shit up in the studio. All I want for my birthday is a big booty hoe. All I want for my birthday is a big booty hoe. When I die, bury me inside the Gucci style. When I die, bury me inside the Louis style. It's my birthday, I deserve to be greedy, huh? She holding out, she ain't giving to the needy, huh? You go downstairs and fall asleep with the TV on. Y'all been together 10 years, you deserve a menage. Especially if you put that BMW in a garage. Especially if you paid a couple payments on her mama crib. Went to her niece's graduation, man, I hate those kids. Last birthday, she got you a new sweater. Put it on, give her a kiss, and tell her do better. She said, how about I get you jewelry from the West End? How about she hit the West End and get a best friend? <laughs> I'm joking. I'm just serious. I asked her, don't be acting like no actress. If we preaching, then we practice. Don't be reaching. Don't be touching shit. We in Kanye West Benz. Because I will turn you back to a pedestrian. Yeah. They ask me what I do and who I do it for. Wow. And how I come up with this shit up in the studio. It's your birthday, it's your birthday, bad bitch.
this contest, you in first place. You in first place. You in first place. Bad bitch contest, you in first place. I show up with a check to your workplace. They hand the valet the keys to the Mercedes. Tell the DJ play your song, this shit come out. Uh, what I'm seeing from the back, I came from They ask me what I'm doing. Switch it up and get your gun. They ask me what I do and who I do it for. And how I come up with this shit up in the studio. All I want for my birthday is a big booty house. All I want for my birthday is a big booty house. When I die, bury me inside the Gucci style. When I die, bury me inside the Louis style. All I want for my birthday is a big booty house. All I want for my birthday is a big booty house. We like Snoop and Dre, and Dre. And it's your birthday, baby, baby. You deserve a coup today. Wow. You in first place. You in first place. Bad bitch, Kyle.